Today I want to talk about the problem with Strava and Zwift culture. Let's cue that intro! The big question is this, how do we use cycling as a tool to improve our health, our happiness and our longevity? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Anthony Walsh and welcome to the Roadman Podcast. Roadman, welcome back to another Roadman Cycling Podcast. <clears throat> I'd last week out of podcasting and it's a very unusual week that I'm not podcasting at all, bar maybe in between seasons. Really simple reason I wasn't podcasting. I took a little break and I went down to Kerry and rode my bike around Kerry for a few days and went exploring. It's Kerry's such a beautiful part of Ireland if you haven't had a chance to check it out. But I went down and I packed my microphone and in transit, similar to happened me a few months ago, if you remember, these microphones are pretty delicate in transit. And in transit, the microphone connection where it connects into the laptop broke. Bit of a disaster because Kerry is pretty rural. Tried four or five different places around there to get a replacement microphone, but alas, it wasn't happening. So I was stranded without a microphone. So I'm back up in Dublin and it took me all of a day to track down a microphone. You know, it's a nice thing living in the capital. So today I'm back. I'm back. That's the good news. I'm back and I'll be back every day this week. So today I want to talk to you about the problem with Zwift and Strava culture because this is actually the second friend who has had a similar experience and both of them love training on Zwift and they love this comparison that Strava gives you and Strava is great and I love anything that grows our cycling community, I really do and it's when I'm being critical of platforms like Strava or Zwift, it's I'm being critical of them, but still with one hand, but still celebrating them on the other hand that they're enriching the community and they're growing, you know, the user base for what we love to do most is ride bikes. So I don't want to be someone that subdivides something cool like riding bikes and say, this part of it's good and this part of it's bad. It's all good, it's all positive. But if you're looking to maximize your gains, if you're looking to go as fast as you possibly can, maybe tools like Zwift and Strava aren't the very best tools you could be using. You could be using them in conjunction with other stuff in quite a healthy way, but I find that when you get stuck into using Zwift training plans and you're going about Strava segments and you're comparing yourself on Strava segments, neither of these companies really care about you. What these companies care about, and I know this because back, you know, before I started the podcast, I actually built an app and it was called Pocket Coach and it was really cool. So what we tried to do is teach machine we used artificial intelligence to teach an app everything i knew about cycling coaching so if you didn't have a session if you went in to do a session this evening but you underperformed on that session the rest of your sessions that week would change in response to that if you were feeling down sick if you're feeling injured if you hadn't slept well if you missed a session the training plan was completely dynamic and everything would change in response to that. It was super and we were raising VC capital. Um, but I got a peek behind the curtain at exactly what it takes to be successful in one of these companies. And what it takes to be successful in a company like that. Like we got to the final in the MIT Sports Analytics Awards and Zwift was one of the companies that was there. What it takes to be successful there, it's 
metrics that aren't cycling metrics. It's user acquisition. It's lifetime value of a customer. It's how do we keep that customer engaged so he doesn't cancel his subscription. Much the same way Netflix does this. Netflix does it with two very powerful words, coming soon. So we never cancel our subscription because something is coming soon. Season two of our favorite show is coming soon. Season three is coming soon. The new Kiefer Sutherland movie is exclusive to Netflix, coming soon. But the way Zwift and Strava do it, it's gamification. It's, you know, you're building points and you don't want to cancel because you're going to lose your points and you're going to start back at square one. But the underlying way to build points is not how we condition athletes. It's a flawed system. This idea of building points is not the same as building fitness. And I had a buddy like probably a year ago and I challenged him to stop using Zwift training plans and let me build him a plan for eight weeks. And this was actually the very start of our first ever eight-week challenge. So that was the idea of the eight-week challenge. I said to him, give me eight weeks. I'm going to assess your fitness at the start. I'm going to look at your lifestyle and I'm going to build you a training plan around your lifestyle each week, feedback at the end of the week, how it's going. And I'm going to adjust the following week based on that. We're going to do this for eight weeks and we'll see where you'll get to. Now, I literally just had and I finished eight weeks with another buddy and a similar experience. And this is probably two years on nearly from launching the eight week challenge. So I thought it's funny because the Roadman Blueprint is in the works at the moment. And the eight week challenge is the last big product we've brought out. So I don't know. I thought it was fitting. It was almost like a full circle moment for me to see another buddy another close buddy doing this eight week challenge thing but anyway he's been addicted to Zwift he's been doing Zwift training plans and he's really been measuring his progress if it's gone well or not by comparing his times on a local climb here it's about an eight well it's a bit more than an eight minute climb for him it's about an eight minute climb for me it's more like a 10 minute climb for him and he really hasn't got any faster for a long long time doing these Zwift training plans although he feels like he's getting fitter he hasn't got any faster on his segment so he stepped away and I built this training plan for him so firstly I got him to threshold test at the very beginning we set his zones then we figured out what his schedule was how much time can he spend each day what's his goal we put his goal as doing well on this segment this eight minute segment because this mattered so much to him this climb 10 minutes climb for me or 10 minute climb for him eight minutes for me and built him the plan week after week tweaked it depending on how he was getting on you know doing all the sports sciencey shit we do in the background balancing fatigue fitness and form so we're building him for eight weeks giving him a nice little taper into it and we're bringing him through a range of zones over the course of the eight-week plan that you never get exposure to in these Zwift training plans so there's nothing inherently wrong with the training sessions they build for you in Zwift. You're spending a lot of time in zone three, zone four, zone five, zone six. But the problem is you never log on and it's like, what's today's session? Oh, it's 90 minutes of zone two with no changes of intensity, no changes of cadence. It's just 90 minutes zone two. Or you never log on, it's like four hours of zone two or 90 minutes of zone one. Zone one and zone two are almost completely neglected because we need to spend long periods of time in them to elicit a training response. And these are the building blocks of our fitness. They're endurance zones. They help us utilize fat as a fuel source. They help us build mitochondria. They're really our aerobic building blocks. They help us layer all the other stuff on top of them. So 
without spending time on the foundation of it it's the analogy i've always used it's it's like a house you need if you want to build a high house you need to build a wide foundation a wide structure and they don't do this effectively and that's why it limits the upside potential so by taking my buddy and stepping back and working on the foundation before we started adding on intensity he was baffled he was like i've never trained so easy what's going on i'm only doing zone one zone two rides and very specific pieces of intensity at the right times and he was just baffled and he said i'm gonna lose fitness i'm gonna lose fitness and i was like trust the process and at the end of it anyway his time was staggering so he ended up taking over a minute and a half over eight weeks off this time which he's held for years and this is off the back of probably three seasons of between Zwift and trainer road plans where he thought oh I can't get any better because I'm getting older it's not you can't get any better because you're getting older you're training wrong you're not putting the amount of time you need to put in the correct zones we've zone one two three four five six etc and each of these zones give a very specific physiological benefit to training in them so depending on what your goal is you're going to need to spend a different amount of time in each one of these zones and depending on how you respond in each one of these zones you know we're looking at key markers we're looking at like cardiac drift we're looking at at the beginning of a session at the end of the session say you start off endurance a three-hour endurance ride at 200 watts at 120 beats and at the end of this ride we want to see very little deviation from 120 beats when you're still at 220 watts if at 200 watts at the end of the session your heart rate's gone up to 145 beats that's called cardiac decoupling and we don't like to see that that's a that's a measure of poor endurance and we know we need to spend more time in our endurance zones and this is just one of a number of measurements we use to assess whether you're ready to add more intensity to start building the structure higher as opposed to building the structure broader base and this is the sort of stuff that they can't do in training peaks they are sorry in zwift and trainer road because it's not gamified enough it's it won't hold users month on month user acquisition will drop so their goal is user acquisition not athlete progression and they're two very different things at certain points they do align but they are not the same thing and people confuse them Roadmen, be cautious when you're using these platforms because they're not what they are advertised to be. The eight-week challenge is awesome. I'm obviously biased, but our hundreds of clients who have come through it are, you know, I like to say, think they come in fairly unbiased at the start, even with quite a skeptical mindset, a lot of them, and they come in and they just speak so highly of it. And, you know, it's... I'm doing this stuff and I'm an advocate for it now because I am a product of the product. This stuff worked so well for me and that's why I love spending my time now, you know, eulogizing and evangelizing how effective this can be because it changes lives. It really does. So I'm going to give a shout out to the eight week challenge. It's just roadmancycling.com forward slash eight week. If you're looking for something to get started on it and you're a little bit skeptical, go and check out the eight week challenge road man i'm gonna be back to you again tomorrow let me know what the sound quality is like because this is a brand new setup and uh, with the microphone broken i thought we'd take a little bit of time and change up our audio setup change up our microphone setup invested a little bit more in our microphone and our audio platform so hopefully it's paying dividends and you're enjoying the audio quality a little bit better roadman thank you for listening and i'll be back again tomorrow i'm pumped for the worlds by the way and i'm going to do a preview on that as well soon chat to you soon roadman okay stop what you're doing 
it's Anthony again. I want to talk to you for one second about the next step in the Roadman journey. I'm laying down a challenge for you. It's called the eight week challenge. So for eight weeks, I'm challenging you to be the very best version of yourself, whatever that is. For eight weeks, I want to take you under my wing and I want to personally build for you a customized training plan on our analytics platform. This plan is going to be laser focused on your goal and I'm going to navigate around your life, your work, your social commitments. So don't worry about what your circumstances are right now. I remember after I took some time out of cycling, I went off and thought I was Billy Big Businessman. I came back and I realized I wanted to get into cycling, but I knew after a bit, the training alone, it actually wasn't making me any fitter. I needed an entire system. It needed a 360 overhaul. So for the first time ever, I want to share with you this exact system I used to get back in shape. I'm talking stuff like I'm going to give you my morning routines, the cold therapy I use, the cookbooks and recipes I used, and even the motivational audios I listen to to get back on track. So right now, what I want you to do is pause this audio, go to www.roadmancycling.com forward slash eight week, or check out the link in the bio, click that. So one more time, it's roadmancycling.com forward slash eight week. Chat to you all soon.